salutations, and greetings, friendos of all shapes and sizes. It's your geometry professor, Wolf the Dog, hitting you up from the past. And I am here celebrating every hexagon I see, because that's just how Professor Wolfie likes to roll. And I'm rolling in filth live from the past from 694.2 PTBP. Now we about to roll on over to a new Howlin' with Wolf. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is simple. Name, Ahmed Adudi. Message, I have nipples, fucker. Could you milk me? Listen here, Ahmed Adudi. I don't know what you're trying to pull, but you better be happy I'm trapped here in the past because I don't milk no one lest we got prior arrangements made. I take the art of milking quite seriously, and it sounds like you're trying to play me for a fool. Last time I milked a stranger on the internet, I ended up with two gallons of sour milk. And let me tell y'all, this wasn't no buttermilk. I tried to make me a big old stack of pancakes out of that shit and it damn near burnt my esophagus. Remember, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at PretendingPod on Instagram or Twitter. Tag Pretending to be People on Facebook. Or write a five-star review on iTunes and email us at PretendingPod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the show financially over on Patreon.com slash PretendingPod. Become an honorary police officer for $5 a month and instantly access five exclusive bonus episodes. You don't want to miss out on this sick sustaining content y'all let's get to the camping cause y'all deserve this tent with all of the pros and none of the cons it's blue false indigo with moon dance The sun, the sun, the sun, the sun is leaving soon. She knows, she knows, she knows, she knows that the time has come to dance beneath the dance beneath the shadow of the moon. Luke, you said that it has felt like ages in the mind of Ash Hornbeam since this human face, this head, went back down beneath the bush out of sight, and you're just sitting there. What do you do? I get up and I go over to the bush with axe in hand. As you approach the bush, you hear like a... I, I turn heel and I run back to camp. As soon as I hear that. Okay. Because I don't have any intent of use. I didn't want to use this axe. It was just kind of like an intimidation thing. Sure. But uh, whatever I just saw and whatever I just heard, yeah. Um, I think this is a, a, a job for more than one boy because, you know, I've seen horror movies. And sure. when you go off by yourself and try to do something, it doesn't usually end up well. So, I mean, I know nothing's going to end up well, but I don't want it to be this soon. <laughs> so I run back to uh, camp. 
where to meet up with Jeremy Pettymore. Jeremy 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 Pettymore. Jeremy Pettymore. Jeremy Pettymore. Yeah, it is correct. Okay. Jeremy Pettymore, you're standing at your campsite and you've been looking around for anything out of the ordinary as there was no wood at this campsite, which caught you off guard as you had called earlier to make an arrangement to make sure there was wood at the campsite, which you mentioned was a uh, very dutiful thing for a 14-year-old boy to have done, especially Jeremy Pettymore. Yeah, not necessarily for a 14-year-old boy, but definitely for Jeremy Pettymore. (laughs) This is the only thing he doesn't like talk to adults on the phone (laughs) (laughs) that makes a whole lot of sense and as you're walking around you don't notice anything out of the ordinary you don't notice anything interesting however sprinting back into the campsite um uh 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 jeremy ash comes in who typically has a, a level head tends to keep cool but you can tell that i am Perturbed. What's what's going on, man? Is like as far as I could discern, there's literally nothing of interest in this entire entire well, vicinity. And you see me like two hand wielding an axe with white knuckles, and I'm like, there's um there's a man in a bush by that log, and he's he doesn't sound he sounds like he's making animal noises. I I went over to the bush, but it I was too spooked and. Do, do you want to come check it out with me? Yeah, absolutely. You should grab one of the machetes or axes just in case. I've got this gun. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and Ash is like, okay. And uh, I lead the way back to the bush. As you uh, as you get back to the bush, you notice the exact same bush is still rustling with movement. And you hear a... I want to pick up a, a stick that is on the ground, and I want to just poke oh, at the man, bush. Oh, man, there's so many sticks on yeah, the ground. I want to pick up a, the longest one I can find and poke the bush with you, it. You got to roll to make sure you don't pick up a short one. Uh, it's 93 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> you find the longest Six stick in snipers. the forest. <laughs> and you poke at this bush from a distance, clearly. Right. And you you hear a... And stepping back away from the bush is a naked human man who has scratches all over his body, and some are deeper than scratches. They seem almost like cuts, and he's bleeding. And he looks at you with these huge eyes, and he just freezes and stares at you. Thinking back to those Polaroids, the the Polaroid of the Polaroids. Yeah, I, I bring that up. Do we recognize this man as any of the missing people? I, I can barely make out anybody in this picture, but I, I don't know. When you squint, does he look like the top yeah, left? Yeah, we start squinting and squinting at the picture and looking up at the, the naked man and then back. What would be a, a check that you could use to discern? I mean, as long as we don't have facial aphasia, I think that's... Uh... Do you have facial aphasia? No. Okay, then you can I tell I don't have that, that written it... down. <laughs> Then you can tell that it is one of the people who has gone missing. Ash, it's that one. Did we learn his name? No, you did not. And uh, it is much harder to read the names on this Polaroid uh, than to see faces. Hey, hey, guy. (laughs) Wait, uh, what time is it right now? Is it dark out? No, the sun is going down currently. Guy, 
It gets cold out here after the sun goes down this time of year. We we got a You wanna put some pants on? We got a first aid kit if if you need it. Or machete. He kind of walks up toward you pretty quickly. Ooh, and point the, I point the gun at him. You point the gun at him, and that does not change his movement as his uh, his hands come together, and he's using his fingers, pushing his fingertips together, and he looks at you, and his eyes get really big, and then he kind of like droops down his eyes to make a, a sad, solemn like a face. Puppy dog. Like a puppy face. dog eyes. I, I hey, look at Ash. You should follow us back to the uh, the shack. Ash, what the, what the hell, man? We don't want to take this thing anywhere. Well, I mean, he doesn't seem like he's going to hurt us. And you honestly, seen a naked dog, man. What? Uh, what the, I want to get him away from our campsite, but I he's in that missing persons thing. We ought to bring him back to the old man. He sniffs the air. Oh, right. Our civic duty. And he looks back and he looks behind you and he smells the air and he's going to start running for where your campsite is. Should I follow should, suit? Or should we try to red rover him? Are we in front of him or? You're in front of him. You're in between. Yeah. Let's try to stop we, him. We make eye contact and just grab each other's arms and try to like clothesline him. Red rover, red rover, send freak boy right over. <laughs> Go ahead and roll sanity for me, both of you, because this is not a uh, normal situation coming across a man in this state in the woods i fail i pass okay luke ash hornbeam is going to lose one sanity jeremy pettymore will lose none this is kind of fun he's been around his criminal uncles long enough to I, see what a naked cut just, up man looks yeah, like i've seen plenty of this like you get into the shine a little too much so as you guys reach out to each other to red rover ash freaks out and backs away and is gonna let this guy go right through so yeah i trip over the log that's need, located right next to me it's perfect and i need jeremy pettymore to uh if you're gonna attempt to grab him alone roll an unarmed combat for me Ooh, fail. 67 on the 50. And the man makes it right past through you and takes off running. And as he's running, I want you both to roll a human for me. Ooh, pass. 27 on a 40. 41 on a 50. All right. So you would both realize as he's running away from you, Ash, you see from the ground on your butt after falling from tripping over this log. And Jeremy, you see as he brushes past you and continues to sprint in his own way, this is not the sprint of a normal human man. Like way too fast? Not only is it very fast, but he's also crouched. And as he comes across like any brush on the ground, he's using his his front legs, uh, I mean <laughs> arms, to uh, to help him in his uh, transport. So he is running on all fours, essentially, and uh, he is making his way directly to your campsite. Have you seen that video of that horse girl who runs like a horse and jumps over? Fuck, stuff? That shit is. It's I really, hate that. That's exactly it's what really I'm imagining. <laughs> Um, and it's also terrifying, and that and people went to high school with that person. Actually, probably not. She was probably homeschooled. So <laughs> that's it. That's a little One bit of a relief. <laughs> I get off my butt and I start regularly running back to the <laughs> campsite. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Pettymore has certainly never seen anybody whose mind has been switched with that of a common house animal. So he no Jeremy he Pettymore. Doesn't, he doesn't know hasn't. what the fuck is going on. <laughs> he run, he runs after it too. 
And he's like, he's 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 kind of trembling with the pistol in his hand, but he's like, Mister, I'll shoot. I'll do it. Yeah, and I'm still but firmly, firmly holding on to that axe. But when I start sprinting, I'm one hand in it. But I'm holding it uh, like when a server such as myself holds a steak knife up against your arm, blade away, so that it doesn't cut me if I fall. <laughs> yeah, ironically, that's actually the worst way to hold an axe. That's they they so. the they call that the lumberjack's demise. Well, I have never been a lumberjack. Ash has never been a lumberjack, no, so no, that's, that's true. He thinks that's the best way to do it, so that's how I do it. When you arrive at the campsite, you see that this man is hunched over. He is ripped apart. Whichever bag had food in it that you guys brought, and he is just going to town on any snacks that you may have brought, any Chex mixes. My little Smokies. <laughs> I- <laughs> Ash, without thinking, drops the axe, takes a running jump, and just both feet into this guy's head, kicks him off the food. Oh, shit, Ash. Kicks him in the face. <laughs> Roll a uh, unarmed combat, and I'll give you a plus 20. Fuck. 78 on what would be with a plus 20, 70. He ducks right out of the way. He rolled an ot 7. And he continues to feast as you slide on your back and you get covered in mud. Like, absolutely covered. You're uh, Actually, go ahead and roll a dexterity for me to make sure you don't stab yourself with that lumberjack's demise. I already I said I dropped it before I did the flying kick. Well, that's extremely that's smart role of you. <laughs> it's also good role playing to listen to your players. Yeah, it is. <laughs> As I slide in the mud, I hear Jeremy Pettymore go, <laughs> You're out! <laughs> for, I didn't hear it either, so for all we know, he's just lying. Yeah, if so, he's a... It he's, was a great... It was you, know what? You, you can pause it and play it back if you want. <laughs> no, I'm, I appreciate the bluff. And I trust Ash Hornbeam. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's inherently... <laughs> I'm a trustworthy really cool. guy. Uh, right, so uh, Jeremy Pettymore calls you out and then does what? Jeremy is going to... Look at his skills sheet that he hasn't seen in a couple of weeks. Um, disguise. Jeremy Pettymore is going to uh, charge the naked man. And ha- how is the dude situated after his tussle with Luke? Oh, still crouched. He just crouched a little bit lower to get out of the way there. So he's maybe belly on the ground and still prone, yeah, eating he's prone. little smokies and checks. He's got little weenies in his mouth and little checks on the ground. I'm going to just try to, yeah, like throw him off our food. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll that unarmed. I'll still give you a plus 20 because he is busy. Critical success. 44. Oh, shit. Well, then describe exactly what you would like to do with this giant, bloody, cut-up man. Naked. Naked. Uh, He's Jer- naked. Jeremy Pettymore uh, is like, give me those. And with one hand, he snatches the can of Little Smokies, and with the other, he just pushes the dude on the forehead, like, straight off away from our backpack of food. <laughs> So he like backs up and he gets on like his haunches and he's holding his hands up in front of him like a prairie dog. And he looks at you and he's just like hissing. He's I want to <laughs> throw the can at him. You're going wa- to waste your Smokies? <laughs> Brother, I've got more. That'll be uh, athletics. Fail. 40 on a 30. You sail 
Sarah! The uh, little Smokies. <laughs> Sarah! Which, which is what I meant to do. I just wanted to throw a warning shot across his bow, his proverbial bow. Well, and... well it actually seems to help because he immediately runs away <laughs> toward them. He runs behind where he was, further away from you, and goes and grabs the can of little Smokies and is attempting to open it, but cannot quite figure out how to do it. Did that ranger mention any way we could contact him out here? Shoot a gunshot and he'll come. <laughs> yeah, but maybe this thing will run away. What is that? That kind of would. Well, we, you're right. We need to bring him in. Well, uh, okay. Before you do that, I. What if we just keep giving us smokies? Ash is on the wrestling team, so Ash goes over and. Uh, well, fuck it. Uh, yeah, I go over and I want to like just full Nelson him and smash him onto the ground and then like leg lock him. And then he's going to run away as soon as you approach him. So as you run up to him to do this or even walk up to him to do this, he's going to take off running with the little Smokies. In order to catch him before he dips, I need you to roll an athletics check against his own. A 12 on a 30. He rolled a 97. Hell yes. So you grab him. Now we're going to go unarmed combat straight up and down against each other. Can I support this? I failed past with a 26 on a 50. You describe what you do, and then, Thomas, you can put yourself in the situation in a positive space. I uh, get up from my slide. I kick the can of little Smokies before he can figure out how to open it up back kind of towards where the pile of food is. So what's important. I give him a little elbow in the face since he or actually I give him a knee in the face since that's closer and then while that's kind of got him off guard I just full Nelson Nelson him push his face into the mud and then I lock my legs around his legs so that he is pretty much immobile you are a bloody muddy mess of a two clump person I want to take um, a rope that we like Eddie Murphy perhaps found in the camping equipment from the Bronco or the other car a hundred percent and I want to I want to tie him up while Luke's got him yeah Got him wrestled down. If anyone knows how to tie up a uh, naked man, it's Jeremy Pettymore. <laughs> Honestly, it it falls far too often on the Pettymore children to hogtie <laughs> the obliterated adults <laughs> at, oh, at the family get-togethers. The other adults are too busy like pouring more drinks, and they're just like, "Hey, like handle it, Jeremy." That's his fourth jar <laughs> of moonshine. I'd get the rope it. ready. <laughs> <laughs> Take his keys and grab the rope. <laughs> well, you know, once a kid is old enough to push a lawnmower, he's old enough to tie up his uncle when he's... Which in the Pettymore family is when like he's about mad. three years old. Yeah. I really hope that there's like a beautiful circular cross stitch that says that in every Pettymore home. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember something specific that was in an ex-girlfriend's parents' house. It was basically just said that like faith is... Uh, being certain of what you hope for and sure of what you cannot see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was raised. The Pettymore one says, mow the lawn and tie up Don. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. And there's a little like, picture of Don D. Pettymore that's also like... He's, t- he's tied up and in the background, Jeremy, the little tiny Jeremy's just mow- mowing the grass. <laughs> 
Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you guys have a tied up, naked, bloody man, and uh, currently uh, you both are also just covered in this blood and mud. I'm gonna sanitize my hands with the hand sanitizer. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but other like I'll all see, the yeah, mud we're like and shit. Fourteen year old boys out in the woods. I think we probably feel pretty cool. Yeah, I bet you do. All right, Jeremy, are you also hand sanitizing? No, not all at right. all. Yeah, that's all I do though. I keep all the mud and muck and blood on me because I don't. I really don't have anything to clean it off with. I want to tie the uh, the wild man up to a tree. Okay. And then I kind of want to start like trying to calm him down with with another can of smoke, like one at a time, like giving him little smokies. And I'm trying. Hey, to, I'm trying to experiment with commands like, "Hey, sit, Jeremy, stay." You think I gotta? I mean, I can just run run real fast back to the shack and go get uh that old man yeah let's split up okay sounds good and i take off towards the shack (laughs) (laughs) perfect uh thomas leave the room luke as ash hornbeam runs back down the trail I need you to make a sanity check. That is a pass of 38 on a 39. You are still going to lose one sanity, putting your current sanity at 38 now. And as you're running, the trees begin to warp, and the trail becomes almost non-existent in front of you. And you are immediately looking at trees instead of the trail ahead of you. And you turn around, and it's just trees. And you have no fucking clue where you are. You're by yourself. The sun is going down. And you are in the woods of contention. Exactly what I wanted to do. Perfect. (laughs) Joe Terry. That's me. Hey, Joe. Howdy. Uh, I believe Ken Krinkelhoff was just walking down the trail, heading to his campsite. Going to meet my buddies. Going to meet your buddies. I got a couple checks for you to roll on your way there. Alrighty. <laughs> First one's a survival check. Uh, I don't have my character sheet. Oh, yeah. I have your character sheet. I was like, yeah, I'll just roll dice. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what happens. I do eventually want to play a game where I am the only one who knows what your like search <laughs> and alertness oh, yeah. and uh, sanity are, and then we'll just describe it in character. That way, you guys never know if you pass or fail. Ooh. I think that'd be kind of fun. It would take away some of the dice rolling aspect, but it is what it is. Uh, I fail a 79 in my, what you said survival, right? I did indeed. Uh, 50, so I fail. Okay, as you're walking down, you think to yourself, yes, this trail is exactly how I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) And now I need you to roll an alertness check. I also fail that one, an 87 on a uh, 50. All right, then nothing cool happens and you may as well fuck off. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's for real. No, I'm Damn kidding. It. No, so you're uh, so you're walking down the trail, and you make your way all the way back to the campsite where you normally camp every year with Jeremy Pettymore and Ash Hornbeam. And when you arrive from a distance, you can see two figures. One is Jeremy Pettymore, and the other is not Ash Hornbeam, but rather. It is an adult man who is naked, Uh who is covered Uh in blood and mud. Double uh uh-oh. He's cut all over his body, and he has been tied up, hands and ankles, and then tied to a tree. And Jeremy Pettymore is waving little Smokies in front of his face. What the fuck? (laughs) Is he conscious? Yes. Little Smokies like the sausages? Uh Uh-huh. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Ken is going to say that as he enters the clearing. Shark flips. Uh, do you have sharp toenails shark. right now? No, shark. 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 I thought you were like cutting Allie with your... <laughs> shark flip flops. Does she do that? Oh, all the time. All the time. Every time she comes in, she's like, look at me, I'm Sandra D. And then she cuts me with her toenails. And then I and then I have him put the blood in a vial and then I put it around my neck and then we have horde sex. <laughs> Call me Billy Bob Thornton. Call me oh. I don't I don't get that. He used to wear Angelina Jolie's blood around his neck in a vial and she did the same with his blood. Just alive. The nineties were crazy. What the fuck? And then Brad, lie, and then Brad Pitt was like, Give me some of that a lot of yeah. He wanted the blood, really. He was just after the blood. I've tasted blood. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all. <laughs> I think we've all tasted blood, Allie. You're being I, weird about it. I bite my lip on purpose every day. Allie said that she's tasted blood like in an actual, like you sat down and had a flight of blood yes. or something. You acted as if you have sucked it from Wait, a woman. I've tasted the- blood. Okay, whatever. We all, we've all done it right, right. A woman specifically? What kind of blood are you I talking said about, Lindsay? Wound, but I meant oh. wound. So would a flight of blood be like the different blood types? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that's like a, type yeah, that's a O positive. That's a good one, Shadow. Hey, name all the rest of them. O negative, <laughs> A, B, and C. Oh, <laughs> so close. Is C a blood type? It's not. Okay. I think it's A and B. A and B are A, B, right? and O. A, B, O. Tell someone that I have A-B-O. blood type C. A, B, O. What blood type are you? C. Um, C, Vetch. <laughs> Universal donor. Um, C. <laughs> I don't really know what I think it's C. <laughs> C plus, I think, is what it is. You C know what they plus. say, C's get degrees. I'm so. a C student, so I have C plus blood. <laughs> Do you think phlebotomists, like, when you leave, they're like, C plus. <laughs> Yes. She clearly <laughs> needed the crackers. I always need the crackers. Yeah, you're a C plus. See, I don't know why I keep doing that. Why is not my reaction to things? What I are you doing? Going, I keep going. <laughs> it's an audio format, Taylor. She's sticking her tongue out for you yeah, listeners. And out also there. like rolling her eyes in the back of her head <laughs> while shoving both pinkies up her like, nose. She's a little bit like a fish out of water with pinkies. 
<laughs> what I'm if that was my initial people. reaction? Is just like you say something like ever so slightly offensive, and I go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, Taylor. Oh, dear god. That, that'd be normal because that's what you do. Because that's what I do. Burn on me. <laughs> Burn myself. I did it first, so it's okay. joke. <laughs> We don't do that anymore. That's so earlier in the episode. Yeah, that's so... <laughs> that's so last episode. That's so pre-throw-up, Taylor. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Taylor, do you want to talk about... Do you want to talk about you what happened how, the first time we sat down to record? You know how, like, when your friends just, like, relentlessly make fun of you so hard that you start coughing and then you throw up in your hand and then you run to the bathroom and then you throw up your guts for, like, five straight minutes while your friends sort of laugh and awkwardly <laughs> sit in a room? <laughs> If I went in there, I would throw up. Same. You could have thrown up with me. It's like it's a a pretty big toilet. (laughs) It's pretty big. Ours is just a joke toilet for farts. For farts. It just has a joke hole for farts. You're not a part of Turbo Team. All right, let's hop. Right on back in. You guys were in the parking lot and you were talking to Woodrow, the state ranger who is now looking over the contention woods. And he jumped out at you and said, boo, because it's spoopy time. As we said, it's fall. And he wants you to come to the shack and fill out some forms. Yeah, so if you don't mind, just grab your camping gear, everything that you're going to bring on in with you, and we can talk about what you brought with you. That way we have a slight inventory of what you have on your persons. And then you can fill out some forms. I'll take some pictures of you. And then you'll head on into the woods. This has never been protocol when Gary, I mean Jeb, used to do this. Well, Gary, I mean Jeb is missing currently, and we're cur- we're looking for him. But State sent me down here because there's about 18 missing people, and uh, I've got pictures and information on all of them. And so if you see any of them in their woods, then uh, you need to let me know. We can get Officer Cox down here and take care of business. I don't think so. I don't know if you know my dad, but he's like a lawyer, and he really prefers when pictures aren't taken of me, and then I don't fill out forms, and I don't show you what's inside my bag normally when I go places. Oh, I don't need to look inside your bag. I just need to look at your face and take a picture of it, and then you can just tell me everything that you got. Now, come Whatever. on down can we to just the shack. Do this? Let's just do this so we can just I'm actually, go. I'm in witness protection program, and so like my face can't be like photographed. Young lady, if you're in witness protection program, then you have given yourself up. Okay, maybe I'm not in Windows Protection Program, but like, okay, like, fine, let's just do it. Um, Shadow, like, if this guy is asking to take our picture, because if in, if in case we go, uh, missing, then we should probably let him do it. So the cops could find us if ever we were Judy. missing, like those other 18 people, maybe. Probably. You hear he as he's walking away, he hollers back, he goes, that's exactly why we do it. Judy, why is your mom's car even here? Oh my God. I wasn't implying that, but right, like right, probably. Right, 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 but like, what if it's not your mom? Right, what if it's just someone else that also drives the same car as my mom and has a bumper sticker on it that says world's greatest son? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ugh. You're right. It's it, it's probably someone else. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's not my mom. It's not. I. Like, Everyone yeah. loves their. Calm son. down. There's that same scratch down. on the side from probably some other kid that she had that also accidentally ran their key onto it, but it wasn't me. It was probably another kid. Someone probably <laughs> someone probably just stole your mom's van. So calm down. Oh, you're right. Someone probably just stole it. It's totally fine. They live in a gated community, though. Like, is that possible to steal from the gated community? It's possible, right? It's totally fine. Jeremy Pettymore, you are standing in front of this man. Correction, I am I am kneeling. I'm trying to get on his <laughs> eye level. I'm letting him smell my hand. Uh-huh. Uh and I'm giving him smokies with the other. Yeah, a hundred percent. And as you're doing that, you hear What the fuck? <laughs> Jeremy! <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, hey man. Who who the or, sir? Sir, can you hear me? And I'm talking to the Hey, did you talk to did you talk to the ranger at all? Uh, but the, yeah. You take your Polaroid. Yeah. You see all them missing folks. Uh huh. Look at this here Polaroid of them missing folks. Hey, he's one of them, right? See the top left. Jeremy shows you a Polaroid that was taken of the board of the missing people, and there are tiny little Polaroids inside of this picture showing can, the faces. Can you can the... kind of make out the faces. Gotcha. <laughs> one of them is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ken looks back and forth, back and forth, squinty-eyed, squinty-eyed. I, I guess it kind of looks like him. You, you found him. Yeah, we we saved him. So, uh, and we tied him up, and only wrestled with him a little bit. And uh, so Ash is Ash is on his way to the ranger station to to take him back, you know, to civilization. And I'm trying to tame him with smokies. <laughs> why is he Why is he bleeding? Oh, he was like that when we found him. How'd you find him? Naked in the woods. Acting like a wild man. Ken, roll intelligence for me real quick. <laughs> Not my strong suit, but I pass. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, took a biology lesson. <laughs> I pass with a two on a 25. Two on a 25 would let you know that what Jeremy just told you is that Ash just went down the trail and you oh. also... Uh, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see Ash. I, I just came from the trail. He, he wasn't, he wasn't there. I didn't see him. I mean, he just went down. He just went down there. I didn't, I didn't see him. I just came from the trail. Fuck. Ash. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't lose your head right away. <laughs> Go ahead and roll sanity for me. He's bloody. He's bloody. This is your first time seeing this man who is sniffing at Jeremy Pettymore's fingers. Oh, damn. It's a 36 on a 35. Go ahead and make that a 34 for your current sanity as you, as you lose <laughs> one. Jesus Christ. Sanity loss really gets the indigestion going. As that happens, Thomas, if you could plug your ears real quick. Looking at this man you no longer see humanity in his eyes and you can only see this animalistic intent behind the eyes of this bloody, muddy, tied up human. Okay. You're good, Thomas. I stuck my fingers in my ears and wiggled them around so there was just a constant roar and uh, any infection I might get tomorrow is on your conscience. <laughs> Non-existent, my dude. What was on your fingers? <laughs> you know, just the day. <laughs> Also, I rubbed uh, infection all over his fingers <laughs> earlier. 
Yes. That's what I call my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? You get it? Tattooed, and the O is your clit. <laughs> and Infection. It's a, it's a circle. <laughs> and it says infection. Like a teardrop. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, a circle tattoo above the clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you see Ken uh, get startled and start backing up away from you both. What the? What the? What's? What's? That, that, that's not a. That's not a person. Of course, it's a person. Look I mean, at, he's look, not... at, look at his eyes. He's, he's like, it's like a, he's he's like feral or some shit, Jeremy. Okay, but he's still a man. Jeez. Uh, did you think the fucking hunt for old Madge was just all gonna be like civilized gentlemen and yes, yes, sir, and no, ma'am, and thank you, please? No, it's wild fuckers in the woods. This is. We've never seen anything like this, Jeremy. We were gonna, we were gonna roast marshmallows, and we were gonna tell ghost stories, and we were gonna fall asleep way too early and wake up way too early. And that... Ken, he's real friendly. Why don't you give him some Smokies? Give him Smokie. Fuck no, I'm not going near him. Give him Smokie. Fuck no. Ash. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's so scared of you, Rusty. <laughs> you you named him? Yeah, look at him. He's he's a little rusty. He got he got in that red dirt. <laughs> You're worse at getting room noise than Luke. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> well, it's sort of, it's like you, uh, can, Mr. Rogers. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Trying yeah. to get room noise with Luke. Oh my God. I, I mean, like, Luke we're and not Thomas. doing this podcast anymore. Yeah. No, but it's like you, Mr. Rogers, us, where we just have to sit for one minute and not make any noise. And you're like, what do I do? You're going to want to have your mouth almost touching the microphone when you speak into it. Okay. But not farting into it like that other guy. <laughs> His name is Thomas. <laughs> His name is Thomas. Right. Something, Thomas. Something petty more. Thomas I don't know. Petty more. It's always something different. It's always petty something petty more. <laughs> Gavin. 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 Petty more is such Gavin? a little slut whore. Freaking Gavin Pettymore. Whoa. <laughs> We and don't Gavin shame on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah, young ladies, if you want to come on down, we're trying to get this information. You can get on into the woods and, and take care of business. You hear from the, all, he, all the way in the shack now. He's all the way in there, and there's a little, like, open window. I don't know what you'd call that, like, uh, that you would walk up to. It's, like a concession window. Exactly. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. That was Lindsay. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I just don't trust this guy. Yeah, I don't trust him either. Like, he seems pretty scary. Whatever. He's not going to let us go into the woods until we take a picture, so just, like, let him take a picture of us. But, like, what if he's taking our picture because then he's going to make us disappear and then he can put our picture up? Yeah. And also, Elizabeth, it's, like, always easy for you to take a picture because you always look so beautiful. And, like, we don't. Judy, we've been friends for so long and you used to call me beautiful and you don't anymore and I just like don't even know 
don't lie like you used to tell me how wonderful and cute and sweet and hilarious I am I'm, and excuse just, me like, when did this turn on. into some kind of competition can we just go into the woods please well, that, okay. that was Lindsay's voice and it made the funniest noise <laughs> was that inside your throat it was like <sighs> I this thing when I drink beer <laughs> Beer. beer beer did it to me when i drink beer i can't burp like your body that is incapable of burping exactly like my it. body is incapable of burping so it does this oh, oh my god <laughs> judy <laughs> just like that just like this gming is pain sorry <laughs> being Lindsay is pain <laughs> oh my god okay fine let's just take the picture okay so when you guys walk up to the little shack at the entrance at the trailhead who has the best alertness i have 40 i have 50 i have 50 Ooh, 250s all right well uh let's have both of you roll why not i rolled a Wait, what's 30 and zero? 30. I rolled a 30. <laughs> I rolled a 15. What's 30 and zero? <laughs> 30 plus zero is... Hold on, let me do the numbers in my head. Oh my God, it was my first Judy. roll. I'm so nervous. Hey, that was both of your first rolls on this show, and, and they success. both were successes. <gasps> yes. Sweet. It's a good omen. There's no way you won't die now. No, I don't know. <laughs> we'll live on forever. That doesn't make sense. Did you see my face? I went... <laughs> that makes sense to me. Can you describe that face for our listeners who the aren't in this room? It makes the exact same noise as oh, your wait. throat. It's like, <laughs> 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 my throat just did it <laughs> Who succeeded more is the thing. So technically, whoever got 15, so Lindsay. No, so it's Price is Right rules. Oh. So I win. Judy wins the role. Fuck you. I'm more alert. But you both see everything. Okay. <laughs> you both see everything. Uh, so in this little shack, there are some clipboards hanging on the walls. You've got one fire extinguisher. Uh, there is one axe, one machete, one flashlight. There's a giant thing of hand sanitizer that is sitting out on the like front on the ledge. Uh, what's a ledge of a window called? A sill? Mm-hmm. It's on the sill. And there's, uh, let's see, what else? Behind him, behind Woodrow, is a bulletin board with many Polaroid pictures thumbtacked into the bulletin board with a sheet of paper. It's got information on it, like behind each picture. And he says, yeah, no, uh, these are all the people who have gone into the woods. And uh, and then he like kind of points at one side of them are sectioned off. And he's like, and those are the ones that are missing. So obviously be careful in there. <laughs> do, we have, do I have something I can like take a picture of it with? Probably not in the 90s. Probably not in, uh, in the time that we're in right now. But I have a Polaroid that I can take a picture of you and it with. I can give you a picture of that. That way you know what the pictures of the people look like who are in the pictures. That way when you're in the woods and if you see one of them, then you could let me know. So, and then he just snaps a picture of Liz. I don't want to be counterproductive to what we're doing right now, but it sort of seems weird that 18 people have gone missing in the woods and you're still letting us go into the woods as 
female minors without any adult supervision. Well, I don't see age or gender, but I do see three very capable young ladies who are looking to have a good time in the woods this evening. So, Liz, I already know your name for some reason, because you must have told me earlier. So, Liz Lonklin? Um, I didn't, but that's fine. He looks down at the piece of paper, and he's like, let's see here. Uh, what is your business in the woods this evening? I just want to camp. I just really want to camp. Okay, and did you bring anything? And he's reading off the sheet. Did you re, uh, bring anything that is not camping gear? No. Okay. And if you were to go missing, where would we look for you first in order to find you quickest? <laughs> Are you sure you're not out here <laughs> trying to paint your nose? Because you're looking all higgly-piggly. And I'm just worried that y'all are going to be out here raising sand and... I guess, I don't know, like in a tree. In a tree, all right. This one's got a cap-a-wampus mind, and I like that about you. All right, so uh, he writes all that down, and then he sticks the picture in the thumbtack and throws it up on the board of the side of the non-missing. <laughs> and his attention turns to Shadow, and he picks up the Polaroid and lifts it up and snaps a picture of you. What's that picture look like? Gaunt, kind of deadly. <laughs> And when I say deadly, I don't mean like the picture could kill. I mean like the person in the picture was killed and, and looks a little dead. So, um, it's it's my makeup. It's it's not like. I just meant what face were you making, but that's fine. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I like this. <laughs> deadly and gaunt. No, well, like dead-ish. Not really deadly. You know, like just like dead-like. Similar to death. <laughs> and I think that's all that needs to be described. <laughs> Wow, you were just barking on a knot out here. What's your name? Shadow. All right, that's it. Is that a normal name for these times? What year is it? You don't know, it's... I don't know. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Yeah, my name is Shadow. That's what my parents wanted to call me. Sure, of course. And uh, same question, uh, what are you doing out here in the woods? We're just trying to find ourselves through the earth and the moon and everything that crawls on the earth and the moon. All right. Well, and what else do we got here? He's reading off the paper again. Oh, yeah. What? What? Do you bring anything with you? You seem like you might have brought something with you that's not camping gear. What with your earthly moon activities? I just brought some like crystals so that we could find our auras. Yeah, all right. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, if you were to go missing, where would I might find you? I probably would go in like a tree that's like taller than the one Liz was in and like stronger, but like a tree, bitch. <laughs> Y'all seem to have a real nice rapport. And for you, what is your name, young Liz? Miss. Oh, my name's Judy. <laughs> and Judy is like far too busy, furiously pumping far, the hand sanitizer in her hand. She's just pumping the hand sanitizer into her hand. <laughs> Up, like it's falling out of her hand. Liz is just staring at her like she's just so appalled. Awesome. <laughs> uh, any hand sanitizer for the, the other two Absolutely of you? Absolutely not. I prefer to be like one with the germs that want to enter my body. My mom always said sanitize saves lives. I agree that the saving of lives can be easily attained by sanitizing. And I would suggest that both of you take effort into the initiative that your friend here did as well in order to have clean hands. Could we save our lives with like that machete? I hope not. What does that mean? I mean like if something is out there killing people like maybe Judy's mom. No one's. Like I'm just wondering if we could like take the machete with us. I'm juicy. 
that? And Judy starts like licking the hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> Jinx. And what is your reason for being in the woods here, my clean and new friend? Um, I'm just here with my friends. Uh, we're just camping just for normal camping reasons. And I'm just doing whatever they are doing. <laughs> and uh, you don't seem like one to take initiative, but did you bring anything with you that is not also for camping? I don't have anything except this hand sanitizer. I'm sorry I stole it. It's not stealing. I will uh, now offer it to both of your friends. That way you know that I would have offered it to you as well. And if you would like more, you can have some. Thank you. He like puts his hand on top of it and moves it toward you and is like, do you want to pump? I don't believe in sanitation. I sort of think that like when people are supposed to die from germs, they should just let that happen. I put my hand out and as he pumps, I pull my hand away and let it fall on the floor. <laughs> okay, I need you to roll dexterity for me. <laughs> 53. 53. 53. <laughs> 53 on what? What is your dexterity? Oh. Yeah, that would be a 50. Oh, that's a fail. So <laughs> right before your hand gets out of the way, a, a, quite a bit of hand sanitizer glooshes right onto those palms. Gloosh. Gloosh. Right onto those pinchy boys. And uh, you get hand sanitizer, and it's like too much that you couldn't even like wipe it like together. I turn to Judy and I'm like, Judy, hold your hand out. <laughs> okay, are you gonna touch my hand with your hand? I put some hand sanitizer in my hand, please. Uh, well I was going to, but now I'm not going to. Okay, that's totally cool. I don't even care that much. So it's fine. So do you rub it in? Yeah, you know. This is what role playing's all about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, cool. And <laughs> I've got another question here for this timid one. Uh, what is your uh, reason for not being here? I've already filled out that one. He's looking at the sheet and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, did you bring anything? No, I already wrote that down as well. Oh, yes, if you were to be hiding in the woods somewhere, where might we find you? Um, probably just like uh, on the top of my head. Uh, probably just like whatever tree Liz is in is probably where I'd be. Whatever tree Liz is in. Takes him a while to write it down, but he gets it done. And the thumbtacks with the pictures go up on the board in the non-missing section. And he looks back up and he says, Well, I think that each of you should have an excellent day. And, uh, yeah. And you notice as he turns around to post the thumbtacks into the bulletin board, you see that there's a slight trickle of blood going down the back of his neck and it is starting to stain the uniform that he is wearing. Ash Hornbeam is looking around at the sun going down. He's looking around at just trees surrounding him. And then he hears a noise. And looking in the direction of this noise, you see that there is a tree that is emitting light from, like, a hollow point. What are those called? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. They're like little... Round. Yeah, I used to... There was one in my yard I used to put stuff in. Exactly. It's one of those. It's, high, it's like where you drop off 
It's like, put the money in the tree hole. <laughs> and uh, with that in your mind, you think, oh, there might be some loud money over here. And you see that there is a bright light shining from inside this hole. When I look around, am I in like a hollow or is it just trees all around? Just trees all around. Can I do a search to see if I... Is there anything else unusual around me? Go ahead and roll. 21 on a 40. There seems to be some sort of wire, trip wire, in between you and this bright light shining tree that's making this okay, noise. Okay, well, I'm going to make my way over to the tree, carefully avoiding the trip over. wire. Carefully avoiding the trip wire, and you're safe now. That is what I do. Stepping carefully over the trip wire, you feel this like great sense of pride in yourself. And I also, I turn back at the trip wire and I wink and I give it finger guns. <laughs> the camera is pointed from up from the trip wire. That way you're looking directly into camera right, as you do that. Right, directly into camera. And I, I go, not this time, audience. <laughs> it's good, good. Break the fourth wall. It's important. So... You are on the other side, and you are right near this tree, and you see that this light is emitting so brightly lit from inside the tree that you can't see what is inside this crevasse, this wooden crevice, uh, but there is something inside. There is something deep in there. Uh, if I get like right up near it, it's not like blinding light, is it? No. If I get like right up near it, how big is the hole? face-sized? No, it's more like uh, forearm-sized. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I think how um, convenient is that? And I stick my hand into the hole and feel around up to my elbow. You stick your hand into the hole up to your elbow. Do I feel like the bottom or the sides of it up to my elbow? Yes. Okay. And inside, you feel nothing. Can I, I'm going to sniff the hole. <laughs> well, your uh, your forearm is currently covering all the hole, so there's no l more light emitting, and your forearm seems to fit perfectly up to the elbow inside this hole. Okay, I pull my arm out after feeling nothing, or do I? As you attempt to pull your arm out, you feel a great pain on your skin. Up to my elbow? All the way. Think of it like you have your arm inside of a catfish. I can I can actually vividly imagine that, yeah. Now imagine that the whole internal insides of a catfish are razor sharp all the way down from elbow to fingertip. Dang, so this is like noodling but in the woods instead of the water. Are you going to uh, attempt to pull your arm out slowly? I'm <laughs> Very slowly because I'm thinking like if they're like pointed in uh -huh. to where like I don't hurt myself if I stay here but pulling out would be worse or like a uh, finger trap. It is uh, very similar to both of those ideas as you lose one hit point and the skin that makes its way out probably a centimeters worth is not there anymore and it is just, just raw completely blood. like yep. not scratches or anything nope. just completely raw yep and you realize that you are trapped <sighs> ash hornbeam hasn't maybe ever felt this way before but he doesn't know what to do she runs, she runs, she runs, she runs.
The wonder 